previously on the Prophecy Tango. How the heck did I end up in this situation? Oh my god! We don't see our companions, any of them. All we see are these crab-like creatures. You recognize the voice as Althea. The second creature appears. How dare you! She is multiplying as she hurtles towards you. <laughs> She's popped into a butterfly. I'm sorry, what? I'm just going to pull my phoenix arrow out of the quill. It's safe to say that something very strange is going on here. Quantum physics, string theory type of shit. It appears to age a hundred years in an instant. Althea struggles against the net wrapped around her. More of these crab-like creatures are emerging. Get out of here with that. I want to try something really, really crazy. God damn it, I thought I'd have a fucking help here! Sing to him as he's drowning, if you'd like. You flew too close to the sun, my friend. Now Polymorph pops. Maybe it's no longer a butterfly. Oh no. Oh, she's back and she's mad. Alright, you know what? Fuck it. I still have my movement. I'm gonna use the the remaining well, I'm not gonna I, I I'm gonna say that I used the last of my twenty movement from the bargain from my uh mantle inspiration to be trying to get this guy. So my regular movement's gonna be trying to get the fuck out of here. Okay. Yeah. And I will fly thirty feet away from these from these people. And I'm aiming towards the vortex, because that's literally the only thing I'm seeing here that could possibly get me back out of here. Okay. All right. And I tried to help this guy out, but it didn't work, so you know what? Every man for himself. Okay. The winged creature raises her curved sword and slashes at you twice. A 17 and a 16. I hate it. For 15 points of slashing damage. <sighs> and as you approach... This swirling vortex, a long sort of tentacle of darkness lashes out. It flies right towards you, but uh, not close enough to strike you. Fuck, man. And now it is Rocco's turn. Rocco is going to, from still grappled, uh, am I able to reach one of these feathers on this creature? Uh, yeah, you could easy, you could grab it quite easily. Okay, so Rocco's going to reach up uh, with one hand and grab for a feather, and with his other hand, he's going to reach into his pocket and pull out some uh, small little candies that look like tarts, and he's going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on this okay. creature. Awesome. Using its own feather. Uh, what's your DC? It's an incredible question. Spell save 15 wisdom. Uh, that's a failure. Nice. So now the creature is falling in a fit of laughter. Okay. You are released as you tumble 20 feet down to hit the rocks. Nice. You are going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. 
I take it proudly. <laughs> and you've got uh, movement or a bonus action. Movement and a bonus action. Um, let's see here. Movement. I'm going to start to run my way to Althea, who is on the boat, and I'm not. So I guess I'm going to make my way 15 feet across this rock. And it looks like there's... is a, How big is this gap here between my rock and the next? 10 feet. 10 feet. Okay, so we're going to retcon walking, and I'm going to run across my rock and take a, a leap of faith to the other. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a dexterity check with it, or acrobatics with advantage. Oh, my man. A 14. Okay. You make it across quite easily, and as you land, nice. I'm going to move you onto the other side. This swarm of butterflies uh, explodes into a cloud of wings and antenna, and the half-naked winged creature reappears. Ah, uh, and I assume at this point I'm within that creature's melee range of sorts. How much movement, what did you say I have left after that jump? I'm not sure how much that would take away from me, if any. Uh, Ten feet of movement. Okay, so I'm going to bonus action disengage from this creature and continue ten feet towards Althea along this rock, getting looks like right up to the boat, or the edge of the boat. Okay. And that will be my turn. Alright. And as you race towards Althea, a gout of lava erupts from one of the rocks, uh, spraying right towards Althea, who needs to make a dexterity save. Uh, That's a 20. So she succeeds in dodging out of the way. Gout of only roll 20s in this house. Yeah, See? we only roll go. 20s in this house. See, she gave her your 20. <laughs> it's the love. Also, this is uh, uh, the top of the round. We're uh, now at two on the escalation die. And it's right. Dr. Ward's turn. All right. All right. All right. Um, so... Huh. So one. So I. I uh, once again, I'm going to assume, uh, based upon the information I got, that there seems to be a. Based on that, it seems like a time dilation. Like there's a. There's a difference. Because you said one part became factory new, and then one part became pitted and essentially old. Yep. Okay. Well, I don't have anything. I don't have anything for that. I ha- I have no time stuff. I have not invented it. Okay, let, let me deal with the thing in front of me. So I'm going to uh, Ward Ward's gonna raise his uh, raise his arm. Uh, Ward's gonna raise his arm and have um, three of the the the, the arm is covered in. Uh, different like runes and symbols but three of them specifically are going to light up and from them is going to streak magical darts and i'm going to use a magic missile so that plus two can i add the plus two to one of the damage or all of them since it's the same spell how would that work uh i'll let you add it to all of them so that's a four a six and a five let's do this let's say that the six would be this gentleman here 
the five would be this one over here, and then the um, the four would be uh, this one congregating over there. Okay. So that would be my action. One, two, three magic missiles go uh, flying from Dr. Ward's prosthetic arm, striking three of the creatures surrounding you. I need time to think, and this is not helping. Hmm. Hmm. Shai, do you know anything about time stuff? Dr. Ward, no, Metris before. I'm not that bright. <laughs> this is very not good. And I'm going to let's hold on. Let me see something. There's there's been there are no other distinguishing things in this area we see other than the sand crab creatures. Correct? There's nothing we can see in the distance that looks no structures, no campsite, no building, nothing. Correct. All right. Um, fortunately, I don't. I don't have much else. I, I guess hmm. I don't have anything else I can think of right now. Uh, I've done. I've done some damage. And uh, how, Shade? How are you? Have you been hurt at all? No, nothing's hit me. Okay. Hmm. No. No. Okay, I, I can't do anything else on this turn. I have a thing for next turn, but yeah, that's... I'm, I think I'm done. Okay. All right, Sandor, behind you, you hear your uh, uh, companion in this strange place struggle out of the water and crawl atop the rock. You can hear him kind of spitting out spitting out some water. Rocco, as you're racing towards Althea, you see her hands weave a spell and then orange light sort of encompass and surround her. Some sort of eldritch protection she has cast against herself. And then she shouts, the ship is on fire! Where are we? I have no idea. We just <laughs> fell off the ship and all of a sudden we were here and it was on fire. I don't know where anyone is. Are you okay? I I don't think so. Where, where's Sander? I have no idea. He'll come for you. And only you. That, is that Rocco's <laughs> voice now? That we're, that we're doing? Yeah, seems gnomish right. to me. I I like it. No much teenager. It works. Those of you who are with the ship see even more of these crab-like creatures scuttling down the rocks, and now a handful of them are making their way towards the ship. A couple of them approach the sides of the ship as crew members Bull and Coral uh, leap down, axes in hand, hacking at the creatures, the heads of their axes, once they strike, disintegrating, so then they take up beating at them with sticks. The sticks as well begin falling apart as they attack these creatures. Whatever uh, magical effect encompasses them appears to work on both metal and wood, and who knows what else. Dr. Ward, the one in front of you, raises its claw, snapping at you. 16. That's gonna miss you. Shaid, one approaches you. 
Snap, snap, snap. An 11, that misses you as well. One approaches Kraz. Snap, snap, snap. And misses him as well as he gives out a, a yelp and darts away. Uh, holding his stick of wood in his hand, he brings it down on the crab creature. It snaps in half and he just looks at the remnants of it and casts it aside. Looks back at the two of you. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and it is Shaid's turn. That's going to turn the crabs and be like, fly you fool. <laughs> and then I want I want this guy to give me a wisdom save DC 17. Okay. Holy crap. That's a crit. So he succeeds. All right. Then uh, nothing happens. Uh-oh. What a jerk. All right. What were you trying to cast? Uh, Toll the Dead. Oh. Yeah, so your bells ring out, but they have no effect on the creature this time. All right, uh, yeah, uh, Shai is gonna stand here and bonus action by come after me, you crab things. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to draw them off, Kraz, knowing that War can handle himself. Okay, that I can, and that'll be my turn. As All right, as it was. Okay, okay. Sandor, it is your turn. Uh, you've mentioned the fact that this strange black tentacle is coming from the vortex in my general direction. Yes, sir. Do I get the sense that it's aiming at me, or that it's aiming at me and the creature, or just the creature behind me? Uh, it's hard to say. It really just kind of looks like it just lashes out. It doesn't really appear to be a conscious action, necessarily. <sighs> okay. I am going to... I'm going to use my bonus action to use my once-a-day use of Misty Step. Okay. And I'm going to appear right by my companion over here that has found his way finally to, to good old land. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yell down to him and say... And say is, I'll support you so long as you get us out of here! And I'm going to look to this... To the first girl that fought that I had to fight against... And I'm going to use my Wand of Magic Missile and expend one use of it uh, to cast Magic Missile at first level. Okay. So this is just going to hit. Let me get the damage out. If you want to use Escalation Die, you can add two to each hit. I can only use it once, right? Or is it once a round? Once per turn. Oh, then yes, I'll add my the, the thing for two per hit. So in total, it's going to be five, seven, and six. Okay. So, in total, that should be 5, 7, 6, is 18 damage. All 18 right. force damage as three bolts hit her in her chest. And as my movement, I'm going to move a bit further south towards some more solid ground, but still close enough that I can help support this guy if he does anything. Okay. All right. Uh, the creature that you just fled from barrels towards your new friend. Raises her sword, striking twice. He does have t- eight temporary hit points, I think. She misses once, but hits him on the second go for a significant amount of slashing damage. But he takes the blow right in the chest. A large gash in his armor opens up and blood spills out. He shouts back over his shoulder, I'm not really meant for this sort of thing. Rocco... 
The black-winged creature continues to chase you. She comes up behind you, raises her sword, strikes twice. Both of those are misses, a 14 and a critical miss. Nice. My friends who are back with the ship, you hear a screeching sound. And a winged lady covered in black feathers wielding a curved sword hurtles out of the air towards you. She strikes first at Shaid. Hello, my friend. 21 and a 13. Both miss. Okay. And it is Rocco's turn. Uh, what is the height differential between this rock I'm standing on and the boat? If any. Um, railing of the boats just like a few feet up above you. Okay. You could pretty much just step over the little gap there. Okay. Uh, then Rocco will bonus action disengage this creature that is uh, tailing okay. him. Great. And then he's going to use his movement to hop up onto the boat next to Althea. And uh, he's going to just place his hand on her shoulder and very quickly say, Do you trust me? I do. And he's going to cast Silent Image. Uh, and upon casting Silent Image, uh, those around will see one of these similar lava blasts that I just saw come out for Althea. Um, a similar one to that in our direction. Uh, and it is going to just coat the area that Althea and I are standing in and pretty much cover us in this molten, this lava rock, just hiding us within the image. Okay, okay. And that will be my turn. All right. The one who was previously carrying her net, she gives a shriek of confusion, swinging around, searching for you. And cannot find you obscured within this false gout of lava. She flies out, eyes scanning the water. Also, we're at the top of the round. Escalation die is at three. Sandor, you watch as one of the winged creatures dive bombs for your new friend. Claws extended, raking into him for a considerable amount of damage. You hear him cry out in pain, Help me! Oh, gods damn you. Those of you with the ship hear Screech from the other direction, and a winged lady, nearly naked torso, legs covered in black feathers, black wings flapping, barrels towards Dr. Ward and Kraz. She strikes out twice. Dr. Ward, that's a 22. Kraz, a 17. Dr. Ward, you'll take six points of slashing damage. Kraz takes eight. All right. It's Dr. Ward's turn. Well, Dr. Ward regards uh, this creature good. I was becoming frustrated that uh, I wasn't going to see anybody. And um, I'm going to do two things. Two things. First, uh, I'm going to haul off and punch her in the face um, with my with my arm. Um, but through that, I'm going to cast 
Booming Blade. Okay. So casting Cantrip Booming Blade through the attack in 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 much the way that that does. So I'm going to roll uh, 24. I believe does hit. Hits. I would hope. So first from the uh, rune adorned knuckles of the uh, the divine arm, a clap of force damage dealing 11 points of damage that reverberates down the arm uh, translating into another larger explosion of thunder damage for um, so that's 8 points of thunder damage now Um, if it moves away from me before I think it's the start of the turn I'd have to look uh, before the start of my next turn, it takes the additional 2d8 plus 5 thunder damage. So right. it now has like this kind of like reverberating um, effect on it right. that threatens threatens it if it moves. What does your booming blade uh, force field look like? Uh, the one that's on it? Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of looks like this like almost like oscillating shimmer that's on the creature right now and there's like little like fractal uh patterns okay. as it kind of like goes over her all right sander the half naked winged creature you see a shroud of sort of oscillating shimmering energy surround her rocco the half naked winged creature searching for you you see is now surrounded by an oscillating field of shimmering energy all right word continue okay so, um, I don't know. I don't know that. Nope. But, yeah, I, I, I had... Good, that confirms what I thought. The second thing I will do... There's a lot of stuff around us. That's mm-hmm. just cozy. I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't... No, that's not a bonus action. Uh, but, uh, no, it's not. Uh, I've taken some damage. You've taken some damage. Don't forget you have the Escalation Die at three, so if you wanted to, you could add that to that force damage you dealt. Or use it for something else. Uh, what is that, 11? Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and add that. I'll add, I'll okay. add an extra three, so to bump it up to 14. Okay. That's, that's, I'm perfect. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. And, duh, duh, I don't really... I can't. I can't safely move anywhere. So, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my turn. Okay. <sighs> uh, Sander, you see your new friend uh, draw a sword from over his shoulder and strike out at the creatures around him. Uh, he misses, however. Well, you just made my. You just that just like the fact that he missed made me already realize what I have to do them this turn. All right, Rocco. Althea raises her hand, utters an incantation, and three bolts of energy fly out from this false image of lava striking the creature closest to you. Sandor, you see one after the other, three sort of burning points of light appear on one creatures as her feathers are seared by some unknown force. Shaid, Dr. Ward, you see three embers of burning energy appear as if from nowhere scalding the creature, one of the creatures engaged with you. 
Which which one which one do we see that on? The one that is attacking Shaid, the one covered all in black feathers. Interesting. Shaid, the crab-like creature closest to you skitters away, provoking an attack of opportunity. Uh, actually, uh, no, I'm going to set my reaction. <laughs> okay. Do I get an attack? Uh, yeah, I guess you do. I, I'm just going to take a regular attack, though. Yeah. So I'm gonna swing with the uh, with the arm. Uh, Twenty, excellent, excellent day. Uh, that's six points of force damage. Okay. Gotcha. As the creature attempts to skitter away, Ward lashes out with his arm, shattering the creature into pieces in the sand. Doctor Ward, the other one engaged with you, raises its claw. It's a twenty-two. That hits. Going to take eight points of piercing damage. Uh, the one closest to Kraz lashes out at his ankles. He gives a grunt and fuss, and he is unconscious. All right. The others, skittering towards the ship, begin sort of gnawing and slashing at the hole of the new morning. As pieces of wood begin to uh, rot and crumble away. Your crew still batting at them uh, with their weapons, which are falling apart. Uh, you can hear Kalani shouting orders at them. Stop hitting them with your weapons! But for the most part, none of them have any magic or really anything uh, that they can do to prevent this attack other than to continue to beat at them with their weapons. More creatures are approaching those of you on the beach, but are not yet within striking distance. Huh. Um... I have a question out of turn, and uh, feel free to say I, that I, that this is something I would have to explore on my turn. The the crabs have they showed any sort of aggression towards the, um, for lack of a better term, harpy ladies? Like, do they appear as aggressive to them as they do to us? Uh, they have not, but to be fair, the harpy ladies are hovering above the ground. But but so far, no, they okay. haven't. Uh, okay, they haven't attacked enough. them at all. All right, Shaid's turn. All right. Shaid is a bonus action. You're going to see the area around Shaid start to darken as runes start to form on his skin and shadowy tendrils come out from his armor. You see the crown of his patron appear on his forehead as he takes his form of dread. Looking that way, he's going to tear the the bird-like harpy in front of him. And be like, you made a mistake coming here. And he's going to take two stabs with his spear, which I've been waiting to do for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Love this spear. All right. Swing one. Uh, I can add a three to that, right? If need you be. may, yeah. All right, so 17, does that hit? 17 hits. All right, damage. Uh, nine piercing. Okay. So nine damage on the first strike, and I'm going to need a wisdom save from the harpy. Okay. DC 17. Ooh, 21. All right, you're fine. (laughs) You get away this time. They are quite wise. You'll see. Uh, Second swing. Uh, 20. 20 hits. All right. 
to some damage. Oh, you can't add escalation die to that attack. Sorry. Okay, then it's seventeen. Then it would still be Seven, a hit, right? Seventeen hits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so that'd be six piercing, and uh, let me double check this. Let me read, make sure I can do this. This is my first time using this. Nope, but you can do it a second time. All right. So that'd be six damage. Okay. And yeah. Excellent. That's where I'm going to stand. You hear the creature shriek as you strike her again, and you can see her making moves as if she is going to fly away. Rocco, the black feathered creature that Althea just struck with her magic missiles, gives a shriek as you see two blooms of blood erupt on her torso. Sandor, the black feathered creature attacking your new friend in scare quotes, gives a shriek as two blooms of blood appear on her torso, and it is your turn, Sander. Uh, well, earlier he wanted he wanted me to help, so I was thinking of using polymorph on him. Uh, so I'm gonna do just that. Um, instead of using escalation die to try and, like, make anything, can I just persuade him to allow me to polymorph him? Yeah, what are you gonna say? Become useful to me, you rat! And I'm going to snap my fingers... And he's gonna turn into a giant ape. Okay. Become useful to me. DM as a point of reference, I've ever got I get uh, seven temporary hit points as part of my form of dread. So. Okay. Perfect. Just so you know. Hmm. Look, this man, I got him. I tried to get him out of the water. Didn't work. He's been complain doing nothing but complaining. I found him. He was supposed to help me, and since he's not doing that. He's missing his attacks. Fuck it. This is gonna turn him so he could be nice and useful to me. Okay. Uh, he turns into a giant ape, uh, but he's standing on a pretty small uh, piece of rock here. So as he does, you see him totter and kind of look around, trying to maintain his footing. He tumbles backwards off the rock and into the water. Oh my god, you useless bastard! Is he at least tall enough to stand? <laughs> he's just floundering in the water for now. We'll have to wait and see what happens. You know what? You know, fucking dude, this is alright. Sanders gonna just gonna put his hand his hand in his hands, just kinda go like I hate everything that's going on right now, and I'm going to use my movement to move 30, 30 feet further back, like to the very edge of this to the freaking map. Sure, sure. Okay. Alright. And as a bonus action, I'm going to <sighs> I can't. I can't even. I can't I only have one bardic inspiration left, I'm not gonna use it on him. He's, okay. he's proven to be the most useless. He's more useless than, like... He's more useless than the twins. I said <laughs> That's how I feel about this girl that I'm with. Uh, you <laughs> I was gonna say, he's more useless than I'll say. Sir, you slow your roll. This one who's like... This one who's probably saving you right now? Like, <laughs> I mean, she's doing a lot of the heavy lifting from what I've been seeing. I'm protecting you. Ain't seen shit. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen I I'm not even gonna use. I'm not even gonna use my. I'm not even gonna use a healing word on him. He's not worth it. I'm just okay. going to leave it be from there. All right, all of you who can see this black feathered creature, see and hear her give a mighty shriek. I need everyone to make a wisdom save. Got a sixteen. Sandra rolled a twelve. 14, unless I can add a 3 to that. I assume I can't. You can't, because you only use it once per round. Yeah, I assumed. I assumed. 
All right, and anyone who's next to me gets plus five to their wisdom yeah, save. Yeah, I was going to oh. say. Oh, never mind, then a 19. Thank you. No problem. That's 13 for me. <laughs> plus five, plus right? Five. No, mine's already had in there. Oh, oh okay. That's why I have a plus 11. That's right. Okay. Shaid and Sandor, you are both prone and blinded. Shaid, you will not gain an attack of opportunity as you uh, hear and feel the beating of wings as the creature next to you flies away with a great quickness. Rocco, you are okay, although this shrieking nearly puts you on your knees. It is so loud and painful. Your illusion dissipates as this creature flees. It is your turn. Uh, <laughs> Rocco, as the illusion kind of dissipates, Rocco's like, oh shit! And he's going to pull out his light crossbow and take a shot at this half-naked winged creature out to his left. Okay. Does a 13 hit? Would you like to add the escalation die to that? <laughs> yeah, because a 13 didn't hit earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a freebie. <laughs> yeah, a 16. A know. 16 hits. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <you know> right <laughs> well, then that if will be seven be points be of... <laughs> seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And since it's the Phoenix arrow... It's a plus one to the damage, so eight points of piercing damage. Okay. Great. And I forgot to set it on fire, so just eight. <laughs> all right, all right. She shrieks as she takes the hit. The remaining harpy that the rest of you see also gives a shriek of pain as you see blood blooming on her torso. Is that your turn, Rocco, or you can do more? I guess amongst me on the boat here is there... There's, I, I see there's fire, and then we were on the elevated part, but I don't know. Is there crates or something around me here that I could potentially hide behind? Or uh, yeah, there's there's some objects you could you could probably hide behind. Okay, well then I will move away from Althea and this creature in search of some objects to hide behind, and I okay. will bonus action hide. Okay. And my stealth roll for that is a twenty-seven. All right. I like it. The remaining creature, the the, the half-naked harpy, after shrieking and being assaulted by this unknown force, lets out a terrible shriek. I need everyone to make a wisdom save. If you are if you are already <laughs> blind and prone, don't bother. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay. Remind me, I'm blind and prone. You are, yes, you are. But I'm in the far corner. I'm good. <laughs> do I get the um, the? Do I still get Shade's bonus? Yes, you're within five feet of me. As long okay. as you're, as long as he's not incapacitated, you right. get the bonus. Yeah, the aura is always emanating from. I don't think I need it anyway. Never mind. I, I got okay. We're, All right. We're, yeah. Rocco so, had a sixteen. Perfect. Rocco and Doctor Ward, you are not uh, affected other than. Uh, this sound hurting your ears a little bit. It is quite loud. Dr. Ward, you will gain an attack of opportunity as the creature attempts to flee from you. Okay. First, mm -hmm. first, as she moves away, Thunder damage. she takes 
Seven plus seven plus five. She takes twelve points of thunder damage. Okay. Just for the spell. Okay. Then I'm gonna swing at her. Okay. Yeah. So twelve points of thunder damage, and then for me, fifteen. I assume misses. It does. Yeah. So yeah. So I will swing and miss her. Okay. All right. Okay. As the last of these two creatures flees, you all hear from around you a sort of warbling sound as if the air is moving, and then a boom of thunder. Sandor, just as you begin to regain your sight and struggle to your knees, you see the large black vortex explode outward until the land around you is consumed by darkness. Rocco, from your position of hiding, you hear a thunderous boom as the rocks surrounding the burning ship explode, flinging lava and fire all around. The world is awash in red. Those of you with the ship hear this thunderous boom as the water rises, uh, encompassing you in a tidal wave. You lose vision, and then all of you regain your sight and find yourself. Can I yourselves. finally grab at uh, Kraz, make sure it didn't get washed away? Uh, no, you're not going to be able to with your uh, all right. with the state that you're in right I- now. Can I say that I did that since I'm not affected and I like? He was on my yeah, list. You, it's up to you. You already, yeah, you already used your reaction. Unfortunately, that would okay, be okay. a little too much. Um, we tried, Ward. We tried. One last yeah. thing: yeah. could I purposefully drop polymorph so that this guy drowns in the water? I mean, you're you're gonna draw. You, no, I, no, none of you can do anything. <laughs> you're, all, you're all Fair either enough. incapacitated or have all, Rocco's the only one who could do who could take a reaction right now. Well, Let's in that it. case, I'm not. I'm, this is a DM uh, fiat. This is like, no, you can't do those things in the condition that you're in right now. <laughs> That's <laughs> fair. You gradually are like, I'm entertaining this, I'm entertaining this. God damn it, no! Stop! Stop. <laughs> if Rocco has his reaction then and can do something, yes. Rocco will do nothing. Okay, perfect. Uh, so so all of you encompassed by these variety of effects as, and I love, you're all scared you're about to die too. As the, uh, the, 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 your vision returns, the noise subsides, the waves subside, the lava subsides, the black vortex pulls back. You all find yourselves in a desert surrounded by rocks. Althea, Aaron, and Bremer are with the four of you, but your ship is gone, and your companions aboard it, nowhere to be seen. Thank you for listening to episode three of The Prophecy Tango. Our theme song is Tango de Manzana by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Our background music has been Drums of the Deep, Industrial Cinematic, Man Down, Deep Haze, Magic Forest, and Thinking Music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. 
Our outro music, which you're listening to right now, is by, you guessed it, the incomparable Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. See you next time.